Welcome back to hour number two of The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. And, uh, well, we're not going to get into our DFS lineup for the Super Bowl just yet. That'll be tomorrow. Huh? That'll be tomorrow. Yeah. Well, tomorrow will be Super Bowl-centric uh, kind mm-hmm. of show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so today I thought we'd look at another updated big board. Yeah, we might as well. This is, this is one you sent me. This is from the Draft Scout. Yeah, it's a it's a pay site. It's uh, I think it's Matt Miller's site off the top of my head. It, okay. They do good work. They always The thing that I like stuff, about this one, yeah. I, I like it and I don't like it. Okay. They they give you comps on all the players. Yeah, and nobody ever comps picks are somebody, rough. Nobody ever says he, you know he reminds me of Tony Mandrich. You know? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> all these guys are going to be hits, and yeah, oh, it kind of, it's kind of a blend of Christian McCaffrey and Jim Brown. Hmm. Well, maybe you should go higher than the thirty guy, thirtieth guy on your board, don't you think? And of course, McConkie's going to be Welker, yeah. or I mean, can't yeah. be Steve Smith. No, yeah, right, right, right. No, yeah, never. Of course, right. Okay, so looking at his top 50, he's got Caleb Williams number one. Okay. His pro comp is Patrick Mahomes meets Russell Wilson. Like that's a good combination. <laughs> so what you're telling me is Caleb Williams is going to win six. Uh, yeah, the way they have between the two of them. Eight Super Bowl <laughs> yeah. appearances. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. And I get some comps for just style of play. This yeah. is what they could become if everything hits. But they're always a little rich. A little rich. But, yeah. Uh, his number two player is Marvis, Marvin Harrison Jr. The comp is A.J. Green. I see that. I think he's more physical. I think he's more physical yeah. than A.J. Green ever was. Didn't comp him to his dad. No. Yeah. He's bigger. I mean, he's a lot dad. bigger. He's yeah. not that much like his dad. Uh, number three, Drake May. Comp, a shorter Josh Allen. Mm, I get Herbert a lot when I hear comps from him. Good mover, prototypical, but still, I mean... If you cut two inches off Josh Allen, it'd still be pretty darn pretty good. Darn good yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jaden Daniels at four. Lamar, I bet. His comp, I didn't look at the comps. A better passing Lamar Jackson. Wow, so he's going to win two MVPs in <laughs> four years. <laughs> uh, five is Malik Neighbors. Okay. His comp is Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. Kind of see that, you know, right? Yeah. Route runner, physical. Uh, six is Adunzie from Washington. The comp is a slower Jamar Chase. Hmm. I've heard Larry Fitzgerald, which is also pretty. Yeah. He's a contested catch guy. Uh, seven is Joe Alt. The comp is Joe Thomas. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, eight is Fashanu, the offensive tackle out of Penn State. The comp is Teron Armstead. I like that comp. I mean, again, these are rich. I mean, these are yeah. best-case scenario. If you draft him at eight and he turns into Toronto Armstead, you're pretty you're happy. You're pretty happy yeah. about that, yeah. Uh, nine is Dallas Turner, the defensive end out of Alabama, and the comp is Josh Allen, the pass rusher. Yeah, he's similar. Athletic, bendy. Ten is Teron Arnold, Terry and Arnold, uh, the cornerback out of Alabama. The comp is Patrick Sertain, the second. Who might be the best corner in the league. Might be, yeah. Um. I think Arnold's a little more slot, physical. Yeah, I think he's you know, more physical. I don't think their style's the same. Uh, at 11 is Talisi Fawaga, the offensive tackle out of Oregon State, and the comp is Lane Johnson. Hmm, he doesn't move like Lane Johnson. Yeah. Lane Johnson ran like a 4-7. Like, <laughs> Guyton, to me, I've heard Lane Johnson yeah. comparisons. They're tight ends makes... turned right tackles yeah. in Oklahoma that can really run. Uh, 12 is Brock Bowers, the tight end out of Georgia, and the pro comp is Sam Laporta. Laporte's I mean, Laporte, bigger. Laporte, yeah, they're different too. Yeah, Bowers is kind of a get open quick, really good after the catch too. I might more go Dalton Kincaid. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. 
They're more similar in size. Yeah, and, yeah, and usage. Yeah. Uh, 13 is Jared Aversi, the defensive end out of Florida State. The comp is Matthew Judon. Power players. Yeah. I like that one. 14 is Brian Thomas Jr., the wide receiver out of LSU. That's as high as I've yeah, seen I say him. that's pretty rich for him, too. Nice. The pro comp, a stable George Pickens. I don't mm. uh, I, I don't get that. Not only why you need the stability part added yeah. to it, but body control, length, downfield reception, yeah. similar body types, basketball type of build. I see that part. Yeah. 15, Byron Murphy the second, the de- uh, defensive tackle out of Texas. Pro comp, Aaron Donald's little brother. Yeah, he's a short Geno Atkins type. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 16 is Leitu, the defensive end out of UCLA, and the pro comp is Jalen Phillips on and off the field. I don't know what that means. Well, they both retired oh. because well, of there you go. injuries yeah. and then Game rejuvenated back. themselves in the Pac-10, and we're going to be first-round picks. Um, 17 is Tyler Guyton. The pro comp is Anton Harrison. Eh, they're both Oklahoma guys, but I, I think it stops yeah. there. I'd rather yeah. have Guyton. I'd rather have Guyton for yeah. sure. Even than the draft version of Harrison. Yeah, I didn't love Harrison no. last year. Um, 18 is Troy Fatanu, the guard from Washington, and the pro comp is Brandon Scherf. Uh, he was a tackle at Iowa that went to guard. Yeah. Okay. I was going to think Skaronsky's the low-hanging fruit there. but 19 is Jerzon Newton, the defensive tackle out of Illinois, and the pro comp is Grady Jarrett. Also the short, short up the field. Short, st- yeah, stocky. Yeah, attacking. Yeah. 20, Cooper DeGene, the cornerback out of Iowa. And the pro comp is Legereus Sneed, but white, so some people want to play him at safety. That's <laughs> <laughs> just kind of funny. I thought he might put Seahorn, you know. Right? Yeah. yeah. It, I can see the safety. Sneed actually started some safety in his yeah. career, too. But Physical. the safety stuff to me with, with DeGene isn't just because he's white. No, of course. It's because of his size. He's so physical and he's yeah. so big. I mean, Sneed's a really good comp for him, the more yeah. I think about it. I think DeGene's actually more athletic. But Sneed started as a mid mid to late round pick. I think he was a fifth, something like that. He didn't come in the league like DeGene. Safety slot special teamer yeah. that just got better and better and better, and now he follows ones all over the field. You know? Yeah, I love Deshaun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Twenty-one, J.C. Latham, Latham, I should say, offensive tackle. I can't. Is it Latham or Latham? I've been calling him Latham. Okay. Uh, the comp is Jawan Taylor minus the flags. Okay. Better. 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 Yeah. yeah. Uh, Twenty-two, Armarius Mims, the offensive tackle from Georgia, pro comp. Evan Neal pre-draft. Yeah, I mean, Neal was kind of freaky. I think Mims is more talented than Neal. Neal was always considered very cerebral and more experienced. He scares me a little bit. Mims. Mims. I want to learn more. The more I study him, like, this. just... Would have liked to see him play more. He didn't play enough, right? Yeah. That's, that's the concern, yeah. Uh, 23, J.J. McCarthy. The pro oh. comp is an athletic Kirk Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> Not to make this all about race, but why not just pick an athletic fellow that has darker skin than Kirk Cousins? I don't know. Because he is much more athletic than yeah. Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Uh, that, that That's a terrible comp. Uh, 24, Enos Rakestraw, the cornerback out of Missouri. The pro comp is Denzel Ward. Well, he's, he's bigger, way bigger than Denzel yeah, Ward. Right. Yeah. They're not the same body type. Ward's a good player. but uh, 25. Quinian Mitchell, the cornerback out of Toledo, and the pro comp is Jalen Johnson. That's a good one. Yeah, I can, I can live with that. 
26 is Bo Nix. And the pro comp is Jared Goff. Goff throws the ball a lot better. Yeah. I mean, I, Goff throws the ball like a first overall pick. Yeah. And Nix is more efficient. I actually think Nix has is like Drew Brees, Michelob Light. Yeah. You know, Michelob Ultra. I mean, I just said his style of play is more efficient. Goff can sling it. Uh, 27, Keon Coleman, the wide receiver out of Florida State, and the comp is Nico Collins. Okay. Like, no one's going to say Kelvin Benjamin. No. But he could be Kelvin Benjamin. He could Benjamin, be Kelvin right? Benjamin, yeah. 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 That's a cool thing that uh, Matt Waldman does, is he does just skill position players, sort of for fantasy, but he'll say, best case scenario, yeah. here's a spectrum he's on. You right, know? yeah. And he's, you know, he's, they're all, a lot of like Devontae Parker. Like, eh, it's not great, you yeah. know, but not everyone hits. Uh, 28, Jackson Powers Johnson. And the pro comp is... Dermonte Fra- Dawson. Frank Ragnow. <laughs> That's a good one, yeah. I might note, Frank Ragnow in his draft, which was 2018, mm-hmm. went with the 20th pick in the draft. Yeah, he did. Another big bruiser. Bad dude. Yeah. And might be now that Top Kelsey's, two or three now that Kelsey's yeah. retired, he might be number one. He might be number one. Health has been a little concerned, but he plays through he it. He plays yeah. through it. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. tough. Yeah. That's a great comparison. Your name's Ragnow. you got to play through, through yeah. that stuff. Yeah. I always think of Vikings. <laughs> Ragnar Lothbrook, or whatever his name was. Uh, 29, Darius Robinson, the defensive That's a tough man in Missouri. Charles Omenahu. Uh, Omenahu. Yeah, I can never get Yeah, that more talented than Omenahu, but big end that's also a tackle, you know, tough fit. Yeah. 30, a Donnie Mitchell. Someone fast. T. Higgins. Oh, I always get the two Texas guys. Where are these the super Donnie fast Mitchell's ones? a 6'4". Yeah, yeah, he's a tall, yeah. skinny, yeah, yeah, yeah. 200-pounder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's a good one. Uh, 31 is Xavier Worthy. Okay. He's the skinny one. Tall, skinny. He's tall, like 6'2". Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, his, his comp is a full-sized Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, okay. Which, he's that kind of speed guy. He has that kind of speed. He's yeah. just taller, longer, kind of a Devontae Smith body type. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 32. Kool-Aid McKinstry, the cornerback out of Alabama, and the pro comp is Charvarius Ward. Ward's a good player. Yeah. We'll see him Sunday. 33, Chris Braswell, the defensive end out of Alabama. The pro comp is Harold Landry. I've liked Landry's career. He's been a little up and down, but okay. 34, Lad McConkey, the wide receiver out of Georgia. <laughs> I bet it's not Terrell Owens. The the pro comp is Puka Nakua. He's a lot oh, smaller than Puka I don't think Puka they're Nakua. similar at all. Yeah, he's a lot Nakua smaller. Nakua's like 225 and He's a big dude, and, yeah. yeah. I mean, McConkie's not, because of the color of his skin, people think he's Welker. He's bigger than that in yeah. terms of length and height, but he's not thick like Nakua. Nakua's, like, Nakua's hard to tackle. Nakua's like a mini tight end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, he cracks back on DNs and things like that. He's like Cooper Cup. 35, Michael Penix. The quarterback out is of this, Washington. This is, okay, is it Michael Vick? <laughs> to, uh, it can't be Michael Vick. Well, it's going to be someone that's has more pigment than me that's a lefty. You're wrong. See, I compared him to Philip Rivers. Everyone lost their mind. Like, lefty Kirk Cousins. I can see that. He throws the ball better than Cousins. Yeah. I mean, just the flick of the, the wrist. The ball style. comes out yeah, real easy. He doesn't move very well, though, at all. No. Uh, 36, Tavondre Sweat, the big defensive tackle Jordan out of Davis. Texas. Vita Vea. Okay. He ain't no Vita Vea. Vita Vea is pretty special. I <laughs> yeah. think Vita Vea is a Lodinata. Yeah, Vita Vea went on like, what, 12th in the draft? Maybe earlier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 37, Jatavian Sanders, the, the tight mm. end out of Texas. How didn't Texas have a better passing game last year, by the way? 
Yeah, really. I mean, you got three top 40 picks catching the ball <laughs> and the top and back. the top running back. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the pro comp, David Njoku. Does that mean he drops a lot of passes? Yeah. <laughs> the Joku is, I think, smoother. But that's not a bad one. Uh, 38, Chop <laughs> Robinson, the defensive end out of Penn State. I think he's like a Nadokwe. Josh Sweat. Similar. Nadokwe doesn't sound as good right now. Yeah. I don't get this one. doesn't make sense to me at all. Devontae Walker, the wide receiver out mm-hmm. of North Carolina. Who would you think? Big, fast, downfield, kind of a small forward body type, bad hands. I'm really bad at comps. I don't know if you know this about me. I hate doing comps, but I like to criticize other people. The comp here is Tyler Boyd. Oh, no. Tyler Boyd ran like a 4.65. They wouldn't even be close in a race. And I don't want him operating out of the slot and oh. blocking safeties and doing the dirty work. Oh. He's on a move the chain slower, dude. I mean, Tyler Boyd was, is a football player first. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I don't think wide receiver. I don't think that that's a good comp at all. No, I wouldn't want Boyd doing his stuff, and I wouldn't want him doing Boyd's stuff. No, not at all. Uh, 40, Nate Wiggins, the cornerback out of Clemson. Corners are pretty tough. for. Yeah. yeah. The pro comp is Cam Taylor Britt. Yeah. Long, athletic. Kind of straight line-ish. 41, Graham Barton, the mm. offensive lineman out of Duke. The comp is Peter Skaronsky. Okay. I think Barton will be a center and Skaronsky's a guard. Yeah. But they're both versatile and really good on film, bad college. I mean, not great college programs, smart. Uh, 42, Tyler Newbin, the safety out of Minnesota. The comp is Justin Simmons. Is Newbin that big? Simmons is like 6'3". Newbin's 6'2". Is he? Okay. Yeah. I was thinking six he was two, like but six foot Simmons is more of a free, though. Newman's more, more of a strong. Yeah, yeah. They're both pretty versatile, yeah. but yeah. Uh, 43, Jordan Morgan, the offensive tackle out of Arizona. I wouldn't have a comp for him. The comp is Deion Dawkins. Yeah, okay. I mean, he's a thicker-bodied, might be a guard. Might be a guard. Might be a guard, yeah. yeah. Uh, 44, Adisa Isaac, the defensive end out of Penn State, and the comp is Boye Mafe. That's a good one. Yeah. Might be more athletic. I mean, he might be a better tester than Mafe in a couple well, weeks. Mafe was a pretty good tester. He was good, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 45, Junior Colson, the linebacker out of Michigan, who we got in our mock draft Yeah, yesterday. we did grab him yesterday. Much later than this, I might add. And the pro comp is Nick Bolton. Bolton's shorter, squattier, but they're both leaders. Yeah. Get everyone aligned. We've talked about this a little this week. The, the Chiefs use four off-the-ball linebackers, but Bolton still never leaves the field. I mean, he's a very, very important part of their equation. He's the dude, yeah. He's the dude, yeah. Uh, 46, Zach Frazier. He was a second-rounder, too. Yeah. Um, Zach Frazier, the center out of West Virginia. The Some pro former comp. wrestler I would pick. Tyler Linderbaum. Yeah, he was a great wrestler. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I like that. He's uh, bigger than Linderbaum. But I've yeah. bigger than Linderbaum, but yeah. 47, Patrick Paul, the offensive tackle out of Houston. Armin Gilliam. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Malone. <laughs> Morgan Moses. Oh, he's a lot more athletic than Moses, though. Moses is tough. Yeah. I mean, but he's not light on his feet. No, no. Yeah. Uh, 48, Malachi Corley, the wide receiver out of Western Kentucky. is going to be the one everyone says, but that's a little rich. Amon Ross St. Brown. Hmm. Well, St. Brown's better than all of them, probably, but I don't think he's that kind of route runner. Yeah, I, don't, I love the physicality the aspect. The physical of aspect of yeah, it, yeah. And kind of their build and hard to tackle and fight for every yard. But, I mean, if I'm just... Ross St. Brown reminds me of Heinz Ward. A lot. I mean, I just... Mean, such a great route runner, yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, 49, Braylon Trice, the defensive end out of Washington. 
The pro comp is Arnold Ebicetti. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's Ebicetti's book's not really written yet, but that's the kind of prospect he was coming out of Penn yeah. State. And then 50 is Peyton Wilson, the linebacker out of North Carolina State. And the comp is Leighton Vanderesh. Mm-hmm. Injuries have been They're kind of an tall, issue with them. Yeah. They're, I don't think Vanderesh has long arms either. There's a little stiffness there, but good football players. I mean, he was a first round pick too, right? And Vanderesh. Yeah, yeah, he was. That yeah. was the Terrell Evans year. Okay. I don't envy comps. I think that's really hard to do. Yeah, just throw some names out there. Mm-hmm. And... I, mean, I like the way that Waldman does it that I mentioned. Like, he plays this style, and if it goes bad, he's going to end up like this guy who's a miss. And if it goes well, <laughs> but it also shows. That style, you know, that prototype sometimes has a harder time hitting than others, yeah. you know, when you look at it that way. Jaden Daniels, a better passing Lamar Jackson. That's <laughs> <laughs> Patriots be pretty happy at three with that. <laughs> Lamar can throw the ball pretty well, folks. No one seems to get that. <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, but he's coming into the, into the league with a guy who's a, a a mix between Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson. Yeah, that's pretty good, too. And uh, a shorter Josh Allen, so... This is a great quarterback draft, apparently. <laughs> yeah, you take all those guys. It's going to be historic. Wow. Yeah. Mahomes reigned at the top. Isn't for long. No. Then we're going to knock him off this class. Absolutely. We're going to get to another break. <laughs> he is the Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, we'll be back with more right after this. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally. He is the Matt Williamson. And as we've done every day this week, Matt, let's take a look at a position potentially of need for the Steelers mm, yeah, and yeah. Uh, the potential free agents that are going to be hitting the market here at that at that position. And today we're going to take a look at the safety market. This is usually a pretty team-friendly position that you can shop at, and I think it's there's a real good chance the Steelers add one of these names we mentioned. Yeah. Uh, so you got, um, and again, I'm looking at these in, uh, on spot track in terms of snap counts okay, last from year. last year. Uh, so number one on there is Cameron Curl from Washington. People don't know who he is, I bet, but they franchised him last year. He's one of the only bright spots on a horrendous defense and a horrendous secondary. Problem is, is they franchised him. He's gonna be expensive, year. right? Like expensive, you might be like, expensive. oh, that sounds good. He'd be good next to Minka. I'm like he's gonna be ten million, twelve million. I mean, I don't know. He's gonna be a lot. Gonna be yeah, not gonna be cheap. Yeah. Um, Jordan Whitehead from the Jets. He played a thousand, thousand and sixty nine snaps. 97 tackles and four interceptions last year. I think he's got a lot of slot capabilities. He's not huge, but he's reliable. Pitt defensive backs do well in the, in the yeah. pros. I mean, they play a they lot play of man. They play so much man. Yeah, yeah, I think they're well coached. They play a lot of man. I'd consider it. I don't know if he's from around here or not. I don't care, but, I mean, it, 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 that would add up. The interesting thing about this is they usually they'll put a market value on guys they think are going to get big contracts. Mm-hmm. They don't have a market value on Jordan Whitehead. Wow. I he's, mean, if you could get him, it's little more than you're paying KZ or whatever, I'd be real into that. Yeah. Uh, Xavier McKinney uh, from the Giants. He's only 24. Yeah. He was a really early second-round pick out of Bama, too. Yeah. More strong. But He's, his market value. You told me this one off the air, and I was blown away. 10.4 million. That's a lot for a safety. Yeah. I could see a team with a lot of cap space doing it, though, because of his age, and he keeps getting better. He'd be a great addition, but that's a lot to spend. That's a lot to spend. With how much you're giving Minka. Uh, Kyle Duggar. 
I love him. I think he's going to get franchised too, which is sort of surprising. Yeah. Um, they get the money to spend. They do. You know, they don't want to mess with the defense. They want yeah. the offense to be all new, but they don't want to mess with the defense. Yeah, so I, don't expect, I don't expect he's going anywhere. No. Uh, Antoine, Great athlete, though. Yeah. Antoine Winfield is the first true free safety yeah, that we got on here, and he's not going anywhere, and his market value is like $18 million. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be one of the higher paid defensive backs in the league, and he does it all. I mean, he's a great player, but he ain't going anywhere. Uh, Jordan Fuller with the Rams. Interesting. I get the Fullers mixed up. There's a Fuller from the corner. There's two Fullers. Yeah. So both are up for free agency this year. This is the strong safety. He, yeah. he, he'll turn 26 here in another month or so. Um, but he had 93 tackles, three interceptions, three forced fumbles last year. And I'd say, I think he'd be an upgrade. I mean, That's he'd what be you look at. You a, look a true for starter. That, yeah. yeah. Is he $6 million? Uh, they don't have a market value on him either. Okay. He made, he's coming off a season. He made 866 last year. Wow. Well, that's the end of his rookie deal. End of his a, rookie deal. Yeah, he's not a super yeah. high pick. But maybe he's less than $6 million. Maybe he's a two-year $9 million guy or something like that. Uh, you got Julian Blackman uh, from, the, from the Colts. That. He's still just 25 years old. Four yeah. interceptions last year. Good football player. More free than strong, but I think he can do a lot we'll of figure stuff. That out. Yeah, 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 he can figure that out. Uh, do they have a market value on him? Uh, they do not. Okay. He's another one that's pretty interesting. I think you get one of those dudes at a nice price. Uh, Geno Stone. He's from around here, right? He's from Newcastle, I believe. A bunch of picks. Seven interceptions last year. Doesn't tackle real well. No. I mean, he's their third safety. Yeah. And I wish him the best if he's a Pittsburgh guy, but that's just the pro to – that's just the style of free agent that gets overpaid. Yeah. You know, coming off a first contract, big year, a lot of interceptions. Some of them could be fluky. I mean, really good defense. Yeah. You know, but he's the third best safety on the team. Uh, Aloy Gilman. Hmm. Um, more of a free. He did have a couple yeah. of picks last year for the Chargers, but their defense was awful. Bad, bad. Awful, awful. Yeah. I mean, Derwin's a strong. He's more of the free, but has some versatility. He'll be a starter somewhere. Deshaun Elliott. Not bad. Yeah. He's still just 26. He'll yeah. turn 27 this offseason. Um, he's fine. Serviceable. Yeah. 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 Uh, These guys won't cost much no. in this neighborhood. Uh, J. Ron Curse is going to be 30 here. I probably mm-hmm. don't want to go that route. Probably not. They're too old on defense. Micah Hyde's 33. You're not going to go that nah. that route. Um, Kevon Wallace. He has a little bit of a corner background, from yeah. what I remember. Bama. Yeah. Yeah. Um, don't know a ton about how he's been used. I'd be shocked if he's they played him. At, they played him at safety last year with the Titans. Yeah. Uh, still just 26. Uh, you know, yeah, I and mean, maybe he's more of a third safety in a perfect world, or maybe play some nickel. I, I yeah, know. yeah, that's an interesting name. I'd like to do a little more homework on him. Uh, Jonathan Owens, who was with the Packers. Yeah, I don't know a ton about him either. Yeah, I'm just looking here. Uh, Ryan Neal. Now, Darnell Savage is a name that people are going to bring up. I know, and we, I think we both liked him a lot coming out of school. Yeah, yeah, and tested great. They're down on him though. I just mean, didn't. I, something was missing on that defense, and they Packer fans will blame Joe Barry, the defense coordinator, yeah. heavily, and he's been let go. But Savage regressed. Jari Alexander apparently wants out. There's a lot of secondary upheaval. A lot of guys are free agents in that secondary. I think you mentioned Owens, isn't he, from there? Um, and Nix, the returner, was also up. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. You know, but maybe Savage, you get on a one-year prove-it deal and hope. He's not much of a tackler. Yeah. that's it, a, It's, a, you know, but he can fly around and he's versatile. Uh, John Johnson, still 28. Still 28. Yeah. 
It seems, seems like, like he's he been moves in the every forever. year. Ever. Yeah. yeah. He signs a big contract with the Browns and then he goes back to the Rams, I think. <laughs> and, yeah. Again, I don't love 28. Yeah. But he's been, I would have guessed he's older than that. This is one that, that I've already seen thrown out there. The Steelers need to bring back Terrell Edmonds. He could be my third. Yeah. I don't yeah. want him as a starter. I mean, not that he's terrible. He just doesn't make enough plays, and he's kind of an inning eater, you know. He had a big interception last year for the Titans in that game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Steelers needed them to win that one, and Terrell Edmonds came up with a big, the big pick. I mean, if it's week 12 and there's injuries, or you know, like there were this past year, I'd rather have Edmonds out there than yeah. Killebrew. Yeah. You know, I mean, but I don't want to go into the season with Edmonds and Fitzpatrick only. Taylor Rapp. Mm. More, more strong. I think he has a lot of I'm, penalties. I'm his looking career. for more strong. Yeah, than yeah. Free, and he'll hit you. I bet he's cheap. How old is he? Twenty-seven. He's twenty-six. Yeah, he was a pretty high pick, right? Wasn't he a second rounder? Somewhere in that range. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Anybody else? Jeremy Chin. That one's interesting because there's more going on there because. The old coordinator before this year loved him, and Chin would look like a foundational player. Early second round pick, great tester, size, speed, dude, almost. He was supposed linebacker. to be Duggar Light. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they were the same draft class, both small school guys, and he didn't. His snap counts are down, right? I mean, yeah. I, I, he kind of got benched this year. He only played 264 snaps last year, but he had 28 tackles. See, like him and Savage. You know, if you can get them cheap and they're kind of at a, a weird spot in their career, yeah. it's kind of your deal. It's kind of what the Steelers did with Killebrew was a second round pick for the Lions. Yeah, people forget that he was like he was a highly was touted a guy, yeah, guy yeah, coming out, and so you take a chance on that guy. At, at worst, he's a good, a, a solid special teams player for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know what's like. I don't foresee Savage being a special teamer. Maybe Chin realizes that's his only route to stay in the yeah. league. I don't know. The change of scenery for a super talented Sometimes guy doesn't, to a stable organization yeah. is worth the risk for me. Yeah, for a guy that was, you know, highly yeah. thought of at one point. Not that um, long ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so unless there's something there I'm missing. I mean, did he play all year with a knee that I don't know about? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. This is another guy that's liked him coming out of the draft a few years ago. Ashton Davis with the Jets. Hmm. Yeah. Out of Cal. Uh, Much more of a well. free. Yeah. He had three interceptions last year, 169 did defensive it. snaps. I liked him a lot coming out. Yeah. I would think he's not super expensive. He was a rangy, free safety type, but it's not like he can't come near the line of scrimmage either. Yeah. You know, It's not bad. I might take two of these and hope one hits. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not the worst You're thing right. that you could do. Uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is going to be available. I don't want to touch him. I always everybody, think he's Everybody like, hates him. Everybody hates him. His teammates and <laughs> I mean, he used to fight Michael Thomas in practice. <laughs> But he's talented. He's talented. He might have a screw loose. <laughs> he he's, can play the slot. He made six point five though last year with mm-hmm. Detroit. And I doubt. I doubt he's going to take less than that. He he was hurt a lot. He was hurt a year. lot. And that's part of the issue. Yeah. I, I, you'd have to know his his psychology and, and his personality. <laughs> he, he might need his own psychologist. Yeah, because some Cause of those he fights guys, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> some of those guys are Matthew Barnaby. That you know the. If he's on your team, you love him as a pesky third-line wing guy on, in hockey, but you don't want to play against him because yeah. he's nasty as could be. Or he might just have a screw loose and wants to fight everybody in the world, and you don't <laughs> want to be around him. You know, like, so he, I would imagine they would know that answer. But he can play. Yeah, he can play. 
Uh, who else is on here that uh, interests me? Well, obviously, Killer Brew is on there. Um, yeah. You know, we'll see what uh, – I mean, he's a special teamer. He's a great yeah. special if teamer. If you can bring him back as a special teamer, that's great. Mm-hmm. They usually have two or three that are making money at that position. Or yeah. special the team rest guys. of these guys really didn't play a whole lot. So that's what you're kind of looking at there. Mm-hmm. But there's a, a bunch of names on there that I'd be interested in. Yeah, none of them are crazy expensive. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to get Winfield. Be... You're not going to get Curl. You know, I mean, but that's it's not a bad place to shop to find a starter you can more than live with. Yeah, if you just look at these as, as strictly as the guys listed as strongs, um, I mean, it's it that that's where the strength of this is because you mm-hmm. can find those guys. Yeah, yeah, they're not rare and they don't get paid a ton. You yeah, know? And, but and you need you need them. You need them. You need them. Middle of the field would be helpful. They could have used that guy this year. Yeah, and you'd like him to be able to take the ball away a little mm-hmm. bit as well. I mean, in an ideal world, sign one of these dudes, draft one in the fourth round. I don't know if you have enough draft picks to go around to pull that off, but you might by draft time. Yeah, you know? I, I think that's you know kind of what they were trying to do. With with KZ uh, and Neil this year, mm-hmm. most of the time Neil played early in the season. He started at strong safety, yeah, yeah, and they played KZ at free when they wanted to bump Fitzpatrick down mm-hmm. to do some other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you want to get a guy that'll free up Fitzpatrick to do other stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, without a question. So you do need another free there. Mm-hmm. You also um, don't want to get super old there if it's Killebrew, yeah. a twenty-seven-year-old, and Minka, and you're only keeping four. It's like, eh, you know, yeah. where it would because Killebrew's going to be thirty-one this off-season. I would imagine he's a one-year deal if you bring him back. Yeah, yeah. Man, you don't really want him playing defense. That's the idea. Yeah, I mean, I mean you probably you I can mean, live they, with it. They but... kept five this year. They did keep five this year. You know, so is is Roe one of those guys? It's it, about Roe. It, it's in that mix. I think Roe's going to be a Steeler next year. At least to what I saw. I got no problem with that. No, I don't But again, either. you're old. So you're then old. you need to draft one. I know. Or, or just, get one of these younger players. Or your first-round pick next year is a safety. And you just be old there for a year. Yeah, I don't know if I'm... I don't love that either. It's it's kind of the whole defensive dilemma. Yeah. I mean, so the, if I can go get a Julian Blackman at 25 who can... That's a nice one. Who can play either, free mm-hmm. or strong. That's with Rowe. Yeah. And Killebrew. Yeah. I think that's I mean, a better way to approach it. I mean, needs aside, I don't think you ever turn your nose up at a second through fifth round safety either. Yeah, especially if they've slot capabilities, or you know, if you don't, if your slot corner is not set, you know, we don't know who that is going to be right now. Yeah, It'd be an interesting puzzle because you don't want to be a bunch of twenty six, twenty eight. I mean, in an ideal world, you just go out and sign Jordan Whitehead. Yeah, but you're not going to be able to afford that. What do you think he makes? Uh, I didn't think he would be crazy expensive. I don't. Five or six? Played a 1,000 snaps last year, and he had four interceptions. Mm-hmm. They don't have a market value on here, but he's probably going to be. I doubt he's 10. He's not going to be 10, but. He's probably over five. Yeah. Do you want to yeah, be, yeah. you know, Minka's not cheap. No, he's not. He's not. It's a good question. But he's a 26-year-old, soon to be 27-year-old. I mean, that. If you're going to attack it, it, if you're yeah. going to attack it and 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 spend the money on a guy and then go at at a, a late later round draft pick, I would mm-hmm. get that because the late round draft pick is probably going to play a lot of special teams for you. You would hope, yeah. And yeah. okay, but you know, I, I in an ideal world, I mean, you want to be able to use Minka in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. So you really need two other guys there to make that happen. If one's row or is this a situation that you'd like to just take Minka and say, you're the free safety? 
and extend that, his career probably. It would probably extend his career. It probably keeps him on the field more. Yeah. It's um, not the worst idea, but it's sure nice. And go, get, a lot of go get yourself a good nickel would be the, the well, yeah. yeah, would be the other option for that. And signing nickel corners isn't hard. Yeah. Or you get a strong safety that can do some of those tight end coverages that you've been using Fitzpatrick to do. I think that's in the cards no matter what. Yeah. I mean, most safeties now, especially entering the league, have slot capabilities. Yeah. I mean, that, that, those lines are getting blurred really quick. Slot corners. People don't want the Hiltons. Yeah. So yeah. maybe maybe you do go get a guy that, you know, a chin that can potentially Chin's exciting be that guy. to me, too. I yeah. mean, he might be a dime linebacker, too. Right. You know, yeah. Maybe. That you can do some different I mean, things. You have to with. dig into those things. You know, why was he not on the field as much as you thought? Yeah. Is there more than we know? Because honestly, I, I don't want to have to use Mika Fitzpatrick that way. I don't want to have to. I know no. he can do it, but he got hurt a lot this year. Yeah. It wouldn't break my heart if he played deep middle the rest of his career well. Yeah. He was the best guy <laughs> in the, the league doing it. Yeah. And Ed Reed and Earl Thomas it up and have that career. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, sign me up for that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's not bad. Anyways, let's get to another break. He is the Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. We got a little breaking news with the Steelers here. Oh. We'll get to that when we come back right after this. Hey, Steeler fans, you can gear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats, or jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from a team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops. They're located at Acrisure Stadium, Grove City Premium Outlets, or Tanger Outlets, or you can visit online at shop. Steelers.com, and we have uh, numerous reports out there. We've been on the air, so it's kind of yeah, tough yeah. for us. Uh, that the, uh, this, according to Jerry Dulek, Steelers have hired former New York Jets assistant Zach Azani as their wide receivers coach and former Chargers assistant Tom Arth as their quarterback coach. Um, he was the pass, uh, Arth was the pass game specialist uh, the for Chargers. the Chargers, yeah. uh, but he's not going to assume that role for with the Steelers. Uh, they're still trying to figure out some kind of arrangement with Mike Sullivan as well. Okay. So none of it's quite official yet, but that's what seems like it's in the works. Um, assistant coaches are almost impossible to comment yeah, on. Yeah, I mean. You know, I mean, it, I don't want to be like, well, the Chargers fired their guy, so this guy doesn't have any clue what he's doing. I mean, he might have helped Justin Herbert tremendously. I have no idea. I don't know the answer to it. I'm also not going to credit the wide receiver coach for – Making Garrett Wilson really good. <laughs> he probably would have been good with me as his receiver coach or you or anybody else. Who the heck knows? I kind of like that Sullivan sounds likely to be back. You know, a little bit of what you had last year, relationship with Pickett. But then in you're particular. adding to it. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that they went outside the organization from three different organizations. You know, let's get some new ideas. Let's get some fresh blood and see how it goes. I mean, again, this is hard to comment on. Yeah. I mean, until I until I get to see them actually on the field working mm-hmm. and, and talking to guys about them. Yeah. Um, People in the organization you know, be like, boy, he's really bright. Or yeah. he did something or, totally new. Yeah. Or, you know, right. Give me some Seeing how they run their practices and mm-hmm. things of that nature. I can't. I mean. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, just reading a resume, it's hard to say. I, I looked up Arth at the break real quick. John Carroll guy, I mean, he was with the, the Akron Zips there for two years. Cool. I mean, I don't know. Is he from this area of the country? I don't know. I, mean, I assume it, if he's I assume if those somewhere are, those spots are Western Pennsylvania, Eastern Ohio. Somewhere, yeah, but but who who the heck knows? Hopefully it works out. But I like how they've conducted their offensive search and didn't just bump people up and you know they went outside the organization. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> You just don't. You just don't know. I mean, you don't. And people will complain about it regardless. And oh, everyone's that's just what it. happens. How could you get someone from the Jets? They were one of the worst offenses in the league. How could you get someone from the Chargers? They had Herbert. They spread. You know. I will say you this. Have no idea. Arth spent 
three seasons with the Colts in the Peyton Manning era. Oh, did he? So you get a little Tom Moore there. Mm-hmm. You get a little Peyton Manning. Yeah, yeah. There's some good influences there to learn from. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So, so he's been doing this for a while. He's not just the 29-year-old yeah, up-and-comer then. 2003 through 2005. Actually, he's a St. Ignatius guy from uh, Cleveland. Oh, Ohio, Cleveland. So. Okay, we used to recruit Ignatius heavy. That's a football factory. Yeah. Okay, so he's not that far away. I, he I, gets it. I like that part. I, I had to laugh again. I was actually I was reading uh, through some stuff today, and I, I saw somebody questioned uh, this whole idea that Cliff Kingsbury is somehow a bright oh. young offensive mind. You must have listened to my podcast. And Arthur <laughs> Smith is not <laughs> right. Now, Kingsbury might be a swell fella, (laughs) but I went back and did homework before my podcast today just to kind of look at his background. Think about this for a second. His first year as a head coach, he had Baker Mayfield, yeah, who went on to be the first pick in the draft, not because of what he did with Kingsbury, (laughs) left the organization, became the first pick in the draft. A year went by after the Mayfield season. And he had Mahomes for two years. Yeah. Didn't win with him, who went on to be maybe the best quarterback that's ever lived. I think he lost as many games in his two seasons with Kingsbury as he lost in his first six seasons. It's about the same. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly, with Andy Reid. So then he gets hired as the Cardinals head coach, convinces them to give up on Josh Rosen, which I'm not going to hold against him. Rosen didn't do anything anywhere else, but he was the eighth pick in the draft the year before. So he could have yet another first overall pick. Yeah. Kyler Murray, consistently lost with Kyler, goes to USC (laughs) with who's about to be the first overall pick, (laughs) and that guy has his worst year in college. Yeah. So he's worked with Mahomes, probably the, in my opinion, the best quarterback that's ever lived and the best one on the planet right now, and three inevitable or first overall pick quarterbacks. And didn't win anything. Hasn't done any diddly squat with any of them. That's also bonkers had, to me. He's considered a bright young up and coming. Yes. You know, he's 44. I was going to say. Arthur Smith's 41. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say he's been doing this a long time, too. I mean, he can't be. Yeah, I didn't know he's 44, <laughs> but Arthur Smith looks older. He looks he's a older. He's a bigger guy. Yeah. He's a former lineman, you know, so I think there's a misconception there. But uh, I don't know. Perception's so weird with these. Assistant coach. I, it just drives hires, me nuts every right. time I see it. Why didn't the Steelers go hire a hot young assistant like Cliff Kingsbury? If you're based your 30s, on what? Right, right, right. I mean, they act like this is a 65 year old curmudgeon, you know, that's smoking <laughs> his cigar and you know, yeah, he's a. They didn't just mind. hire Tom Moore, who's in his 90s, right, and is a a, a great guy, but you know, <laughs> and Smith may or may not work out. But three seasons ago, he was the definition of the hot young coordinator. Yes. That's exactly what he was. Exactly three what he was. Three years ago. That was three years ago. Three whole years. Yeah. I mean, and he probably learned – things didn't go great in Atlanta as a head coach. But I'm sure he learned some things. You would think. And yeah. one of the knocks on Smith, but I think is warranted, is as the head coach in Atlanta, he had some zany ideas. But he didn't when Vrabel was in charge of him. Right. I don't think he will with Tomlin in charge yeah. of him. I There's mean, a we governor. Know who the There's is. now a governor screw on right. everything that he does. We know who's in charge yeah. of the organization. And it, everything's going to get run by Vrabel. And that's when they did great. Everything's going to run by Tomlin. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we've seen the show. It doesn't the, mean he can't draw plays and, and right. have an offense that, that can work because. He doesn't get the ball to his best guys. Did, 
you see how much touches Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown and those guys got? Yeah. I mean, and I think I told you this, but Drake London had the third highest target share of any receiver in the league this year, team yeah. target share. They said throw the ball a ton. Right. That doesn't mean they won't do it next day. They, they still got the ball to their best guy. They, they went. They funneled the offense through their best guys. And, oh, by the way, again, when you're complaining about Tyler Algier, Tyler Algier was a, a, a running back coming off a 1,000-yard season. He's not bad. Under Arthur Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody yeah. had heard of Tyler Algier. <laughs> and they do a lot of creative stuff. People think it's like a very static, boring offense. No, it isn't. You'll be very shocked with what it looks like. It's a hell of a lot more mm-hmm. unstatic than Cliff Kingsbury's offense. And I, no offense to you listeners, how much Falcons tape did you guys watch last year? <laughs> I mean, come on. Did you really watch all that much Falcons tape? Were they on primetime a lot? Were they in the playoffs? Did you watch a lot of, break down a lot of offensive Falcons tape? I bet you didn't. <laughs> Just saying, maybe a couple of you did, but they do some stuff. They do some stuff, uh, but yeah, that, that, every time <laughs> I see that when somebody talks about a hot young up and coming coach like Cliff Kingsbury, who's older than Arthur Smith, noticeably, noticeably older. Yeah. Um, he just looks younger, and he, well, he had a he had a cool pad in Phoenix that he mm-hmm. you know. But he sounds like an interesting fella. I mean, I, I'm wishing him the best. I just his resume doesn't do him a lot of favors. It really doesn't. He had three first overall quarterbacks and Pat Mahomes and hasn't won anything. Yeah, doesn't look. That Hope great it works out for him in Washington. Yeah, and, 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 uh, that's all great. Yeah, um, but this all stemmed. I got asked. I mean, would you be concerned if you're a Commanders fan and they take a quarterback second overall? Yes, I'd be concerned. <laughs> 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 I just laid it out. The, yeah, the I'd track be record here for right. this guy is not good. I hope it works out. Yeah. I hope they turn Drake May into the superstar. But yes, I would be concerned. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the, the whole offensive, the whole assistant coach thing, and, and I don't knows? care who it is. Nobody yeah. knows. Nobody knows. Um, you know, when I was with the team, I would know. I I had a very strong opinion who our good coaches were and who weren't. But if I wasn't in those walls every day, I'd have no clue. Yeah. I'd have no clue. I mean, he, there's there's the product that's put on the field. Mm-hmm. But to your point, the product is only so good as, as, you know, it's like making a meal. Yeah. If I've got, if I just went out and spent $80 or $100 on groceries, I can yeah. make a pretty good meal. I can make a great meal. Right. If, I, if I'm, it's, it's the last day before I go get groceries and I'm just digging around in the cupboards to figure out what I'm going to make, Sure, it's probably not going to be as good a meal. But if you can make it acceptable and I can live with my safeties or quarterbacks yeah. with what you have in the cupboard left over, that's good coaching. I'm a terrible cook. I'd spend 100 bucks a giant eagle, and I'd come <laughs> home, and he'd be like, this meal's acceptable, but it could be so much better. <laughs> you know, that's the difference. Yeah. You're right. You know, you, you, know you, you work with what you got, but sometimes you have more to work with. It's huge. And that makes it's a huge, huge difference. Mm-hmm. Like if The other thing about assistant coaches, and I think this is really important, they have bosses, and those bosses tell them how to handle their specific position, too. Yeah. You know, like, all I want is my running back not to fumble, or whatever it is. You know, like, yeah. it's, okay. Well, that was one of the problems with Bijan last year, mm-hmm. that Algier, Algier doesn't fumble. No, he's a little more reliable. At this point. And I think yeah. Bijan had four. Did he? So, I knew there was a couple. So, you know, I could, we've seen it in the past where, the you know, the running, a running back will fumble, and, okay, you're out for, like, the next three series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, go think about what you did. Yeah, go yeah, put, put the dunce hat <laughs> on or whatever, right. Um, I think I mentioned this stat, too, with them, is Kyle Pitts it alarmingly had the most uncatchable oh, throws his way yeah. times a 1,000 of any tight end in the league. I mean, like, 
the the next worst were like seventy four percent of their passes were deemed catchable. His was like sixty three percent. It was like, and that oh goes back gosh. to last year too, two or two uh, years ago, I should say. We yeah. both had him on our fantasy teams. He's the most frustrating yeah, guy. Ever. Watching Marcus Mariota overthrow the six foot six tight end yeah. by eight feet, and he was and not he, fun. And his average depth <laughs> target is really high. He's almost more of a receiver, but he's out there waving his arms when they yeah. throw it in the stands. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to blame Arthur Smith or Pitts for that. When he was open, he was open. Yeah, Mariota was about as inaccurate, inaccurate quarterback as you'll find, and Ritter wasn't much better. Yeah, no, I mean, no, you know. that's what he had to work with. Again, the materials that you had to work with. Mm-hmm. When he got Ryan Tannehill, got a lot out of him. Who was kind of you know? Oh, he was going down bust line. That was a leftover. Oh yeah, you yeah, made yeah. leftovers. You turned the leftovers into something pretty good. Yeah, went to the AFC Championship game. Yeah. Take that. Yeah, no doubt. I don't. I don't know if he'll be a success or not, but I do think the perception of him is way off. Yeah, I, I just. Uh, like and maybe it is because he's a bigger dude him. and he had that I mustache. I think it's time to look and, to him. And yeah, <laughs> way he's handled the media here and there too, and you know, fine. I, I just want him to design offense and call play. Yeah, he's forty-one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's not sixty-one. Mm. <laughs> He's just going to run the ball, you know, run, run, throw. You know, I'm like, I don't think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I do. They're going to run the football. They're going to run the ball He's an lot. offensive lineman. Yeah. But You're going to see big people on the field. They're going to run the football. They're going to do play action a lot. I mean, that's yeah. stuff I can promise you. Yeah. We haven't really looked yet at the uh, quarterback market. QB? Yeah. we do that tomorrow? We'll do that tomorrow. Okay. As we break, we'll also There's break. some sort of interesting names and... Even in that market, there's trades more so that, you know, could you get Daniel Jones? I'm just throwing out names. You know, like I'm not saying that's what I would do, but people can be had if you fall in love with someone. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll talk more about that tomorrow. But, Matt, that's going to do it for our show today. So tomorrow we'll also talk a lot of Super Bowl. Yeah. Make our uh, DFS lineup pick. We're going to do Captain's Share. It's probably the best way to do it. Probably the best way to do a Super Bowl. But, yeah, let's think about it. Yeah. There's a lot of different options in this Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I'm up for whatever. Yeah, we'll look at it. Anyways, that's going to do it for our show today. So for my partner, Matt Williamson, for Justin Miller here on site, keeping us on the air, I'm Dale Lally. We thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.